0: It's the happiest day on our calendar. We are up to the Gemara of Tezain of right in the middle of the page, the two dots which says, right, if you dug out in a haystack. And we said that such a sukkah is possible. The problem is so, what happened is the straw itself is valid for, uh, let's say, this, but the problem is. That how did you create that roof? By digging from the inside and suddenly a roof appeared. So that's, you should make it in a kosher way, but loyman should not suddenly appear in a kosher way. Remember we learned before that the minimum for a roof, let's say for Tumi, is a tafach. If you have the space, the gap of a tefach between the upper layer and, and, and whatever's beneath it, then you have a metzias of a roof. So when do we say that there's no roof over here, that there's no gap between the top of this haystack and the rest of the hay, but there's less than a tefach. But if you do have the, a gap of a tefach for a distance of seven trochim, then you have a kosher of sukkah because you have chach. and all you now created was the walls. The problem now is if you have already a chach of a tefach, the problem is that, okay, you have a roof over your walls. When it comes to walls, there's no prohibition of tassev Remember we learned before, sukkah is is primarily referred to as sukkah chach It's all about the chach. So regarding the chach, it has to be tasse done the kosher way. Regarding the walls, it doesn't have to be done the kosher way. They can appear on its own. Tainamoch we actually learned on the brayza how chayted if somebody digs out in the haystack, to make himself a sukkah. Sukkah, not, not, we learned somewhere else Sorry, can sukkah. I can I ask a question? Yeah. Sorry to disturb. Yeah. Can you just explain once again what's the shot when you say Echod shiva, That means one tefach out of every seven, or what no, is no, that? no, no, no. One tefach high, seven tefach talking wide. Ah. Uh, okay. Remember the minimum size of a sukkah is seven by seven dimensions, width and depth, and the height is one tefach. In fact, in the first ask over here we won't go into it, but they ask over here why do you need seven and why don't you have four talk We learned before that if you have a majority of a wall it's good enough so why don't we just say if it's one half high over this distance of four talking it is kosher. but anyway it's like the rest of the hay is blocking the imaginary wall from appearing but that's what it means so we have a problem in a braise, we learned how if you dig out from a haystack it is a valid sukkah, And yet now Mishnah says clearly one sukkah. So the only way to reconcile that is, can teach you. That we have to make a difference whether there was a gap of a tefach between the shach and the haystack, then it's valid. Hmm? If it's low gap, then it's not valid. Shema mina. No. Ika. Others come to the same conclusion, but they ask it initially as a question, not as a proof, but as a question. The Rambam says, They ask a question. And our Mishnah says, "Al chaytin begodish l'asda suka enusuka." You think our haystack is not a suka? What time we learn the braisa? Hadayzus suka is a suka. I'm not going to learn It's not a problem. can be she yesham chalut tefach. there's a gap, a space of a tefach between the the hay top and the bottom, then we say, "Yeah, no problem." The meshuch shivah of a distance of seven tefachim. In Kanon, talking about. You don't have that space of a tefach, and therefore you don't have a roof, and that's why it's tassavul in l'asur. The Gemara continues. Where, where does the measurement of of, of ten tefachim uh, height for a sukkah, minimum ten tefachim high, or seven? Where does that come in? How does it fit in with this tefach and the seven? Very simple. Tefach, the tenth tfach, tefachim of sukkah is not in order to create the din of a, of a roof; in order to create. The, um, there should be a kasher, the sukkah. it has to be tent as we learned either we learned from the, uh, the Arun. But uh, uh, the status of a roof is a tefach, So the Taitar says that you have to make sure that your roof, You when you make your roof, it has to be done in a kosher way. This roof itself has to be kosher, the, the din of tent is a din in the walls of the sukkah. Mm-hmm. In order for a sukkah to be a kasher, the sukkah, it also needs to have a wall tent fachim high. And, uh, and so we're saying, as far as tentfachim wall, there, there's no din of or lemon also. Now you have a kosher sukkah, because now you dug out from the in, within that haystack, and now you have walls that are tentfachim high. It doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter if it happened automatically. It doesn't, our only concern is regarding the schach roof. And that, if there was already a, a space of a tefah when you built the schach in the first place, then you have your um, you know, kosher roof. You did it for shade or whatever you did it for. Mishnah. Hamashal says whenever you build from above and you go downwards it's called Meshal. Even though he uses the, the expression later on that you're weaving the you're, you're building the wall, like just putting there at board. If you put it from above top, top going below, if it's above the ground, so it's possible. Why is it possible? Because we say that a goat can can fit underneath. What kind of wall is that? And um, but if you build a wall sliding from the ground, in if it's ten t'vachim high, it's kosher, even though it's is much higher, because we say good asik. Now, working its way down, we do say good aches, but if it's uh, more than three t'vachim space between the bottom of the wall and the floor, it breaks the good aches imaginary wall, because goats can come in. So, actually, the Mephoshim have a big problem. The sure and others have a big problem there. So when do we ever have the rule of good achas? Good achas is, you imagine, you draw the wall down. You imagine, when is it? The way the Mishnah seems to be learning, it is only if it, if it ends somewhere within three twachim. If it ends somewhere within three twachim from the ground, then why do we need the principle of good achas? We have the other rule, which is called lavut. Love is that if it's within three twachim, you stretch it down, you can stretch it out. So when do you do good achas? And if it's more than three twachim space, then there's no good achas anymore. You just said that if ghosts can come underneath, it breaks that imaginary wall. So someone answer, it's talking about a wall over water as we'll soon see. Then we have the rule of Gurachis. And where does where does PT coming in this? One second. So we, good question. But, so then we have a, a wall, but what about those I will soon see in the Gemara that there are many who hold that you don't say imaginary wall over water and what have, have to do with Sukhas. So, therefore, they want to say that, which means the end, if you have a beam in the front of your sukkah, we imagine that the, the tip of it forms a wall that comes all the way down. That's when we have the rule of good achas. So, in the first, have been asking the logic of sure again and others. So, what's the logic of that? You have a real wall and it, it ends forked above the ground. And you say, no, no good because goats can go underneath. When you have no wall, then you say, we don't care if goats go underneath. And that's the rule of good achas. How does that make sense? So somehow or another, in logic, you have to work out that no wall is better than having a half a wall. Because when you're having a half a wall, what you're doing is you're imagining that that half a wall continues downwards. If you imagine that, but it can't because the goat that can go right underneath it. So it's clashing with that imagination. When you have no wall at all, it's not so much you're imagining there's a wall that halacha says that that's good enough. So the goats doesn't make a difference whether they go in or they go out. Which there's not an imaginary wall that ghosts can break. There is no wall there, but the wall, the law is a particular. You have to say and good achas. So therefore, it's kosher. Anyway, it still needs a lot of explanation. I think about it further. He says, hold, there's no such thing as goats breaking imaginary walls. In other words, it's not the pshat so much that we imagine the walls draw down. The halacha is that if you have a wall, certain measure, then even though it's five tokh above the ground, that's good enough. Not that we imagine that that, that five tokh, you know, the, we extend the wall downwards. and we got a problem. The goat can go right through. But if we say that that goof is the halacha, that I don't care if it's five tokh above the ground, as long as you have a wall there, tfach, that's good enough. That's what I'm saying. Says the what's their argument? One of them hold Mechitza Tulia Materes. One of them hold a suspended Mechitza is also considered a Mechitza Another one hold a suspended Mechitza actually is not a valid Mechitza. Says the Gemara. what's the story here? In the we learned, you have two courtyards, there's a wall in between with the two courtyards, so there's no doorway. You can't make an agent between the two courtyards, and there's a well of water right in between the two courtyards. Neither of them can draw water on Shabbos because the waters are all mingled together. In your water, you have water from the other's property. And you're not going to take one property to the next without a native. So we looked over there. We have a cistern. We have a pit. Between two courtyards, you're not you to draw any water from the Shabbos. Unless you make some kind of mechitza. You make the mechitza that is tent. The mechitza itself is tent. Now, um, in the Rashi, there's not great as what the says here. The way Rashi would be great is if you learn like Rashi, you take it with a word. In other words, whether the, the wall had to be made, this partition had to be made specifically for this pit. If it's Mlamata, means that you put it inside the well, but Mamish contiguous to the water. And Mamish is it's still, it's still within the well, but it's, let's say, Sus- suspended above the border, and like 20 tfachim below the top of the well, and the wall uh, is inside the well, but it goes up to 9 tfachim above the water. That's called Mamaila and the mat is contiguous to the water. I don't care which one it is, that's, as long as you have a specific wall for the boy, but the regular wall that they have that's partitioning the two properties, that, that doesn't count, because it's a suspended mechitza, and mechitza is not a mechitza. That's the opinion of the Tanakamah. Says, no. I want you to know this itself is an argument between B'sham and B'sil. B'sham says that you could even make it, <clears throat> that you have the partition could be within, as long as within the well, but above. And B'shil says it has to be contiguous. If you learn this version that comes out of Beshama is lenient in Bisillah's Mahmah. So Taisha says actually everywhere else the gives is all the way around. Bisil's one was lenient, and he says Mulmailah, but still it all has to be within the cistern. That means Jingle also agrees, but in the wall that's partitioning the two properties, that cannot count as a milchitzah dividing the well as well because it's a suspended milchitza. Comes along um Rabbi Yehuda says, "Not loy tehei mechitza gedayla." You don't need another an additional machitza more than the wall that you already have partitioning the two, because Rabbi Yehuda holds that uh, a suspended mechitza is a valid mechitza. And that's the machlekes in our mishnah as well. We want to say right now that our mishnah Yosi holds that a wall that ends above three tefachim from the ground is good enough, because he holds like Rabbi suspended mechitza is good enough, and we're equating sukkah to Shabbos. So, I would say the beauty follows <laughs> the BAC. The suspended works. However, it's not so. Why? not You cannot compare the laws of Sukkot to the laws of Shabbos. why should it be different? Rabbi Hudu not will says that by Shabbos, that separating the two properties is good enough. Rabbi says that by Shabbos is good enough. We're talking about an of chazeres, which is only from the rabbanon. But over here, in other words, the whole idea that one property cannot carry another property is only rabbinical, because from the Torah it's both a say, sayach. What's the big deal? The rabbana don't want you because you're going to go carry for one chutzit the next. Next time you'll carry out in the street. So the whole thing is only the rabbana and the rabbana so beautifully, you know what? Even a suspended mechitzah is good enough. Abol ha'chasa suka So Here you're trying to create walls for a suka. How You need three walls or two walls in a bit, and you have the suspended wall. That's not good enough. It's not a proper wall. Like, it's not effective. No, overlord Abiyesis saw Add you know is lenient and says, and you also spend his walls Only by sukkah. it's only mitzvah, I say, therefore, the laws of walls by sukkah are different than Shabbos. Avo Shabbos, these are killer. Shabbos. Overall, there's if you if you transgress one of the avers of the Torah, you get killed. So even though this is only the rabbanon, then everything on Shabbos becomes much more significant, much more serious, and much more humble. I mean, Tamir will ask me a question. What about my Shanasibit There's a story, an incident happened in Zipredi, as will soon see, that they built his makeshift walls that ended more than three above the ground. Alpimi, who did that go according to? The Chalif was in Zapari, and in Zapari, the rabbi of the city was Rabbi Aisi, but you're telling me the Rabbi Aisi does not agree that by Shabbos, a suspended wall helps. So, how did they carry the Sefer trailer there? So, the says, like our PwC, it wasn't the following of you the knows you want to prove from that, that Rabbi base was a rabbi of the It says you should go to the for for ABC and we having more shops. If you tested it, it does So the, the, It doesn't. So your question is that the is a rabbi of pray. so he must have passed him that are suspended, but it is good enough for Shabbos. So Rabbi Bachana is right that the, the din of Sukkot and the Shabbos are parallel. So you want to know. It wasn't Rabbi Yasi. Actually, he passed away already. LLP, rabbi Abishmol, but Rabbi Esi. his son became his successor. He became the new rabbi. And he was the one who passed him like Rabbi Hude. But Rabbi Esi, personally, when he came to Hilchah Shabbos, he didn't agree to suspend the thing. From here, the Bach wants to prove, in that even though a rabbi ruled in a shul, that something is Asa, a new rabbi can come in and override that. Because you see right here, So you're telling me Rabbi Esi would have said that these Merchitzes are Asa, and his son came along and changed it. Others disagree with the Bach because nowhere do we find Rabbi Yissey clearly ruled that Shabbos is not use suspended. We're just saying it. we don't know that he does. But if Rabbi Yissey Taka would have paskin on Shabbos, I don't want you to rely on suspended mechitzes, Maybe no way that a new rav could come into that shul and overrule override it and said, you know what? Even though this guy was machaber, I'm going to be lenient. So the big is a poskim um, revolving around this little we'll gemara right here, and just see how the gemara has all these tangents. Whether a new rav can overrule the previous rav. And to be Mekum, To be Machma is easier, but to be Mekum. Says the gemod, uh, actually, if you read this to the Rambam, very true about this week's pasha. It's um, in Aseris Adibris, he's supposed to stand up. So um, so someone so they wrote a, a, a letter to the Rambam, that our city we had a very big rabbi, and he was a big of Chacham and he came along and he said, You're not allowed to stand up for Aseris Adibris. Because you show you acknowledging that certain parts of the Torah are more significant than others, and the Gemara says the is that we didn't include aseret sefirim and davening, so people shouldn't walk around and misconstrue what our action and saying, oh, so this is the only part of the Torah that's relevant, or something of that effect. And then they said a new rabbi came into town, and he overruled the previous rabbi, and he said you let us stand up, and it's a big machleket. What should we do? Anyway, very single letter to the rabbi, very single answer the rabbi. Bottom line, The rabbi agrees with that rabbi that they shouldn't stand. They should sit, but also talk a little bit about if one rabbi can come and change the rules with other person as being machmer, thinking that you're not allowed to, what happens if you can overturn it? <clears throat> Others can say that's for totally different because over there, you, it's not a question of one machmer, one matter. The other one says, I'm machmer, I want to give cover to the tailor that we should stand up for says the difference. difference. So, interesting argument. Anyway, back to the Gemara. What's the story that we're talking about? They did not bring their Sefer Toida at So Rashi says that in those days they would not keep the Sefer Toida in Shul. They would keep it at home and because of safety reasons, because God will come and steal it. So they did not bring the Sefer Toida the following day. They wanted to bring it out to Shul. They couldn't bring it. It was in the Chatz and they forgot to make it in the Chatz. I take my house to the Shul or from a, from one chatzah to another chatzah, and there was a street right in between, and forgot to make an ayah shetufi. So what they did was, pierce usad din, gabi, a bunch of poles there, they, they spread out sheets, and therefore you had these makeshift walls, and suddenly now, you have these walls, and, and one entrance was a shul, the other side was a house, with a chatzah, and everything was right, but we had Sefer a and they brought a friend, and they read it. Here's a, here, all the fashion talk about the famous halach uh, of Shulchan The Shulchan talks about, you I'll bring a Sefer to a prison. Aruch says you shouldn't bring a sefer to a house unless you read it three times. That's only the Aruch HaShulchan's Chiddush. It's not brought down in Aruch. Not in Al-Trebe, not in But you shouldn't bring it to a prison. How come over here they bring a sefer So there's an um, uh, interesting discussion over here what happened. Here you're doing it, if you're doing it the covered, a the teida the is better to be read in a shul rather than a house. Then if you're doing it for the sake of the teida, you're allowed to. And Why isn't there a the problem of boin on Shabbos? We'll see a minute. Come, as Rashi says, even though tases, the long taste, if you have time, go look at it in the right. Rashi says there's there is no oil here. You mean oil? There's no oil here because walls is no oil. Oil is only by a roof, not when, when it comes to the it comes to the walls. That's Rashi Shita. And as long tastes as it he goes through the whole thing to see whether Tays agrees or doesn't agree. <clears throat> then others want to say, by the way. Some of uh, the say that the din of a prison is talking about there's not a minion there, and you bring in the safer tater to people that are not a minion. But if you bring it to a minion, it doesn't matter where you bring it to, you're allowed to bring a safer tater, even for one off reading. Anyway, interesting discussion based again on this gemara right here. So you just see how this gemara in Sukkah has so many different tangents. They spread it out. How to bring it in the first place? How to bring it in the first place? So interesting to have a discussion. Why didn't you just get a goy and ask a goy to bring it? Because you're, you're allowed to do a shvus and um, especially shvus to shvus. We're talking about here telling a goy, which is a shvus for the rest and carrying in this. From one chutzet to another chutzet, only the So the shvus to shvus l'tzaylich mitzvah is allowed. You need to create a So someone will learn from here that you're not allowed to tell a goy to do things which has to do with learning tayda. You're only allowed to tell a guy mitzvahs have to do with mitzvahs, eating and Shabbos, so this is dominating or whatever. But a guy to tell you, to, the whole purpose of the Torah is to do mitzvahs, so you cannot use a guy to go ahead and to tell you to do Talmud Torah. Others say, in other words, they learn that the mitzvah of Kriya and Shabbos is a din and Talmud Torah, learning Torah. So therefore, you cannot get a guy to do anything in order to be able to have Kriya Sotayr. Others disagree, and they say that Kriya Sotayr is, is not a din. In, the, in, in learning Talmud Torah, because there's actually a mitzvah to read the Torah in the Shul on Shabbos. In fact, we had that, or we'll have that in, in, in Tayssus there about where the women make a bracha they got regarding uh, mitzvah, they're What's the union of Kriya's Taylor? Is it Talmud Torah, or is it a separate mitzvah of reading the Torah? Anyway, in the land, so there's no game around, that's all. The, 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 the sheets were already drawn. I read it, even though the sheets were suspended above the ground, Um, they were suspended above the ground. So as you go further, um, if you have a mat. If it's four tvachim and a bit, You can use that. Remember, we had the fourth of Zion. You know, you can have a tefach, and then we said if it's a tefach, we need we have the three different versions of Rabbah. Whether uh, Rabbah, whether you need a, a tzedesah pesach, how we uh, when you need also tzedesah pesach, or a pesach, or with a tzedesah pesach, or this becomes a tzedesah pesach. And then we said if you have two parallel walls, and then if you want to connect them, you can make a, a, a wall that's four twachim and a bit, put it next to within three twachim on the wall, so you have a third wall that's seven trachman. So It says if you have a mat, that's four and a bit, we'll treat that as a sukkah when it comes to a twachim for a wall. <clears throat> In other words, why? Uh, what do you mean? Hechi avid, you, um, we're talking about a vertical wall. You hang in the middle. So all you have is a wall that's four a bit, within thin of the ground. So therefore, you have love and we'll say that what you have seven tefachim of the wall, and then within thin three tefachim of the schach above. So you have another less. You have ten tefachim all up. We know the laws of, of the rules of Lovud, What are you trying to tell us? So we're talking about a vertical wall. You have four tefachim in a bit, and so on. We would have thought that you could only say one lover. You can, you can use the same word twice on both ends of the wall. On the bottom part to connect to the floor and the top part to connect to the schacht. It says by a wall, you can have a, a wall that's seven trochim. It sounds like it has to be seven trochim in a bit. <clears throat> um, so we see you only do one lover, not two lovers. In other words, the schach is much higher than 10 tochim. Because the schach is much higher than 10 tochim, then you cannot, uh, you need the wall, be, uh, you need seven tachim, a bit of wall. If the schach is within love distance of the that middle wall and the bottom part is within love, okay, you can use two rules of love. But if the schach is much higher than three above the wall, then there's no love wood. you can't use love to go upwards, and therefore you only can only use love to go down, so that's why you need a wall of seven and a bit, you need a wall seven and a bit, <clears throat> and, and once you have a wall ten and a bit, it's a kosher wall, we don't care, we don't care if it, it doesn't reach this chach above it, right, as long as it's a kosher wall. Actually, big is a shiny, we'll talk more about it in say Shabbos. If the schach has to reach mamish where the imaginary wall goes up, or you can also, the schach can be recessed a bit and use lovewood going horizontally. In other words, you have lovewood on the bottom, you have a makitzah four and a bit, so seven and a bit, so you have now this 10 tochim ball. The schach is another 20 tochim above that, no problem. We'll say gurasik. And now the schach horizontally, you have to go in, let's say a tefach or tutvach. Up to levels. can you do that? Or in this case, say no, no, no. You can't have all these different rules. You have to have tzchach mamish coming to the area where the walls would have, imaginary walls would end. So you want to make a mashal, but you come teach us the mishashin from the teach us that we can suspend walls with my lamata according to kerabiyas. Right, you can suspend <clears> the my lamata because you have a seven, you have a seven walls for and um in other words, the way that this, the, the, um, it doesn't say that this particular machzalas has to be within three t'vachim of the ground. It's all it says is that machzalas um, shiva mashu is good enough. Doesn't say that it has to be within three t'vachim of the ground. And therefore, that it's a kosher wall. Uh, so may, maybe it's within three t'vachim of the ground So you have a wall of ten t'vachim. And even though it's suspended above the ground more than three t'vachim, we don't say, oh, the goat can come underneath. No, In other was this bright as passing like rabiesi. <clears throat> As the Gamodem, sorry. Om um, Rabambi, Rabambi says, Pass Arbo Mashu, Matu, Besuke, Misham Dafin. The Vat says, We have a wall that's four to five a bit, it's Matu by a sucker, bigger will treat it like a wall. Um, um, like a wall. As so, the Gamodem, um, Talking about if it's ten high and four and a bit wide. We'll treat it like a wall of a Now I'm not talking about the vertical, We're talking about a horizontal wall. Um, Some and then you bring it within three next to a wall. So we have a seven wall. and as if it's attached. You want a Are you trying tell us? you a I'm going to tell you that the sheer mesh to tell you that the sheer of a small sukkah is actually Seventh Fakim. In other words, we had a big Bakhlaik is for Rahm is seventh six sixth wahim, the halach is seventh fakim. Because we already know that, you know, if you have um we know the laws of Lovud, a wall forward a bit fakhim together with love with a seventh facim, and the khidash, that's for the minimum size of a sukkah. But anything Rashi says the very last line, a sukkah is seventh vakim, the mesh sukitana. This is the length of a small sukkah your head and most of your body. Actually, your head and most of your body is only six sixth it's your head and mostly your body visual rashi misses the word visual which makes it a seventh tafach plus i pointed out to you previously a few rashi's where rashi says and places that it's seven and a mashu which over here seems to be omitted anyway everyone should have a good shabbos we'll start with the mishnah, the mishnah, the mishnah and mishnah and we'll start